welcome back to Real Talk with Real Sisters. I'm Brooke, and this is a podcast where we talk about the real stuff, everything from relationships, health, faith, and daily life. So today it's just me because my sister was on vacation for the past week and just got back and needs to kind of reacclimate herself to daily life. So I am giving you a podcast by myself this week. So I wanted to start off by just laying the groundwork, okay? So a couple ideas were rolling through my mind for this podcast, and I just kept coming back to a story that I have of a past living situation that I had with Emily, and I think it's one that will go down in history as one of the most trying times for Emily and I. Seeing as she's not here, I thought, what a great time to talk about this. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's take it back. It was 2018 in December, and we had just moved into a new house that we were renting. It was a really good deal, but for interesting reasons that we'll get into later. But we moved into this house, and it was a beautiful house, but it was kind of older and laid out very interestingly. So we move in, and we're all settled, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be great because it's like five minutes from our work. The commute is going to be great. At the time, Emily and I were both working at the cafe together. And um, so it was just like a really good situation. And we thought it would be great. Everything looked perfect on the outside, as most things do. And the price was great. But the area that it was in was this very expensive area. So we were just shocked to find that this house, this whole house that had, I think it had three, technically three to four bedrooms, depending on what you consider a bedroom. We were renting the whole house for 700. So we were like, um, yep, we definitely want to live here for a whole house for 700 split between us two girls. Yeah, we want, we want this house. And granted, in the grand scheme of things, that's a really good price. And no matter what, like, we would have been idiots for not taking it. But anyways, it was kind of one of those things where you know a person who knows a person and they were trying to fill the house to pay for, like, at the very least, the mortgage of the house and or taxes on the house or something. So... We fit the bill and got to live in that house. However, about a week or two in, we're still feeling those same feelings that you get when you're trying to get used to a new place. I even felt it moving into um, the new apartment that I live in now with um, my two roommates. It's still just something you will always go through, even if you're like 
so excited to get into this new place. If you've never lived in this new place and this is all unfamiliar to you, you're going to go through like a week, if not more, of just getting used to how this new place feels. And it just feels like off for about a week. At least for me, that's how it is whenever I move somewhere. But we were still feeling those things and still trying to get into it and it was around Christmas time so we're like decorating the house the living room was a blood red so we were trying to paint the living room a white we like bought this little Charlie Brown Christmas tree that we put up and finally it was like week two or something week two or three and we're like finally feeling okay like this could begin to feel like home for us and we start to hear some noises at night. But it only happened around like dinner time. <laughs> and people who are like trying to guess what it is will probably be like laughing because they know what I'm about to say. But let the suspense build people, okay? I'm just gonna keep the suspense building. So we're hearing these noises and it's like scuttling, if that's a word, through the walls. So we're thinking, oh my gosh, I think a squirrel like got into our walls or something because it was kind of like, it was kind of loud, but not super loud, but it, you could definitely hear like someone was running through our walls. Something, not someone, something was running through our walls. So Emily and I are like making dinner and we hear this noise. So we're like, what the heck? What is this? And I don't remember if we like did anything about it that night, but I think we were just like, what is this? Cause I think it stopped or something. And the next morning we go down to like make breakfast and Emily opened one of the cupboards and saw that her entire stock of things in that cupboard had been chewed through everything or almost everything except for like vitamins I think she had in there those didn't get touched <laughs> but she had like oats and like grains and stuff and that was all like eaten through like expensive things like really expensive things and she was like oh my gosh there was like little pellets everywhere and she turns to me and says Brooke I think we have mice. And I just lost it. I was like, oh my gosh, we have mice in this house. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was freaking out because I didn't know where they were coming from, like how they were getting in our house. And if they could like get into my room when I'm sleeping, if they would like, I've, all these things were running through my head of like, I've never had to deal with a mice problem before that I was aware of because I think we had mice in our house growing up, but I was definitely unaware and completely aloof to it. But now I'm like having to deal with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, how are we gonna get rid of these mice? You just like start to freak out that it's something you're just gonna have to deal with the rest of your time living there. And I was like, oh my gosh, we just signed the lease. We have to live here for the next year. And Emily was like, aren't you glad we didn't sign a two-year lease? Because I was like wanting to get locked in because <laughs> uh, 
You know, this is this shows the difference between Emily and I. She's a very logical person, and I'm a very like we better lock this in or we'll miss this deal type of person. So I thought like if we don't lock in two years, we're gonna miss out on this seven hundred a month deal. And he's gonna like up the price, or maybe he'll find somebody else that will pay him more. So I just wanted, I felt like let's lock in on two years, and that's like the smart way to do it. But she's like, Aren't you glad that we didn't lock in on a two year lease, Brooke? Because then we would have to be here for longer. And I was like, Yes, you were right, Emily. Yes, I'm glad that we weren't locked into a two year lease. So fast forward like a couple days, and every night that I'm sleeping, I, you can hear it. it's like a it's like either a dinner bell or like some type of cue for them like on the clock it was always we heard them at um, whenever we made dinner and then I heard them around like two or three in the morning every night I kid you not so imagine hearing I'm just gonna try to like reenact the sound on my wall next to me right now so this is what you would hear each night So that is what I heard every freaking night through my walls. One night I was like completely convinced that they had come into my bed. And it's like silly thinking back, but it's also a real fear of mine is them like coming into my calm, peaceful space of my bed. But I was convinced that one had come into my bed and I freaked out and went upstairs into Emily's room and was like at the time I had this like full size bed and she had a twin size bed I run up to her room like a little child and I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh I think there was a mice and a mouse in my bed and she was like Brooke it's okay it's okay there probably wasn't one but just come and sleep with me for tonight which was so sweet it was like something I'll never forget but I like crawled into her twin size bed. It was like, I want to say four, three or four in the morning. She was just so gracious and patient with me. And I will never forget that little sisterly moment that we shared as adults. It's like not even something where we're we're like kids. And she's like, come sleep with me. Because we actually grew up sleeping in a bed together. Um, Or like sharing a bunk or something like that. But there was a long period of time where we were sleeping in the same bed. But she like let me sleep with her, which is so nice. So the next morning, she let me bring my mattress up into her room and I slept on her floor because I was so convinced that they were in my room and I had been hearing those like crawling noises every night and I I was just like convinced. So meanwhile, we had been like setting up all these traps throughout the house and we're doing our part, but we're still hearing them. And if you don't know this, mice multiply literally overnight. So we could have like killed one and then like, but two were born or like, I don't know, like something like that. They just multiply so fast. I mean, my crazy brain was just like researching all these things about mice every night and I was like freaking myself out more so we contacted our landlord finally after like a couple days trying to figure it out ourselves and he said 
don't worry about it. I know a guy, he'll come over and set poison so that they eat the poison and then they'll leave the house and die outside instead of in your walls. Which also, if you don't know, when mice die, they like leave this very pungent smell. And also other mice will come and eat that mouse. So fun fact about mice. So for days and days, I slept up in Emily's room. I think it was like, I want to say it was a week, but I don't know if it was that long. But Emily was very patient with me. I was like definitely still very convinced that they were like in my room or just like I was definitely dealing with paranoia and insomnia during that week. It was like the hardest, literally the hardest week to sleep. And I would just get like two or three hours a night because I would just like be tossing and turning the whole night hearing things. Because even in Emily's room, Emily's room was um, in the upper level. And even in Emily's room, I still heard things and they were still like coming through those walls to get to the kitchen. Fast forward about a week later and our landlord's guy comes and sets all the poison and he's able to like get into the attic space and he sees like all these little like droppings of um, things and he's like yeah they're definitely in here so he like set all this poison and within like two or three days we like started to not hear anything so it was like one day we would hear a little bit the next day we would hear like a little less the next day we heard like one and then the day after that like nothing I know that it's maybe some people are like, don't kill the mice that way. But we were like desperate. I'm telling you, it was it was keeping me up. I could not sleep. I even at one point was like, just get me out of this house and let me go somewhere where I can actually sleep. And I asked my brother-in-law and sister if I could come stay at their house. I want to say it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I texted my brother-in-law. And was like, can I just like stay in your guest room tonight? Because I cannot fall asleep. And he texted me back. And this is literally such a Shem thing to do. (laughs) Because this is just, it just speaks volumes about my brother-in-law. And who the kind of person he is. But he said to me, you're absolutely welcome to come stay in our guest room. However, I highly encourage you to just face your fear and push through it and tell yourself literally these mice are not trying to harm me they're not trying to come into my bed and like uh eat me or something they're just here for food and that's it and and warmth because it was december (laughs) side note i'm just now remembering i also (laughs) i heard that peppermint spray they don't like peppermint So I literally every night would spray peppermint all around the perimeter of my bed. (laughs) That's literally how insane I was and how much this was affecting me. I couldn't even go a night without doing a little perimeter around my bed of peppermint spray. And then at like the uh, door, I would spray like a little bit around the door and Emily would like laugh at me and like say like, oh my gosh. And I would have a diffuser in the room too of like peppermint oil diffusing. <laughs> it 
it's so funny, but I also feel like I'll probably do it again if we have like mice problems at this new apartment. <laughs> so it's just a funny, funny thing that I did. I was so, so insane. The poison really did work though. So if you're looking to get rid of some mice, I think poison is the way to go if you're really desperate. Yeah, and then after that, we did not really hear anything. And I moved my bed back downstairs. And the rest of the time that we lived there, we didn't hear anything. I think we might have heard something in the walls like a month later. It sounded more like a squirrel, if I'm being honest, because it was more loud and sporadic. Emily and I were like, this doesn't really sound like a mouse. A mouse is so small and this sounds bigger than a mouse. So we heard that, but then like a day later that went away. So it must've just gotten like caught in something or like stuck and then it left. But then again, it's like making me think, oh my gosh, literally there must be a thousand holes in this house and things can just like get into the walls, which makes you very uncomfortable to live in that house. So Emily and I were just like counting down the days until we could move out, which is really sad. But the summertime was much better. Um, we only dealt with crickets in our house. <laughs> so that was nice. <laughs> really huge crickets and loud crickets. Emily put this plastic on the windows and crickets would just get like caught in there. So there must have been holes in the windows that we didn't know about, which is very concerning. And... Definitely not something that we enjoyed. But you know what? We learn, we grow, we move on. So the moral of the story, guys, is don't go into a good deal thinking that there's not going to be a cost at the end. That may not be monetary. It may be a different kind of cost. And this experience taught me to grow up and face my fears, which is a very hard thing to do. It's easy to say but it's very hard to do. But I did it and I feel much better for it, but they still haunt me. But you can't escape it because almost every house is gonna have a mice problem that you're gonna have to deal with. And I did not know this until I had to deal with it myself. So it's just a learning curve. And if you didn't know it, prepare for it. It's a thing that all adults have to deal with, owning a home, living in an apartment. Prepare yourself for those issues because they will come. <laughs> and that is my advice from today. <laughs> and face your fears and be okay with it because you can get through it. I believe in you. Okay, guys, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I had so much fun just recounting horrible memories. <laughs> So I just hope to do this in the future with you guys sometime with other horrible stories and some good ones, hopefully. But yeah, have a great week and we will see you next week on the podcast.